You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Everybody, uh, this is uh, Brandon Hoff, and of course, you already know what it is. This is new. Nint- new <laughs> this is new Nintendo podcast XL, uh, only on the Indiesaurus Network. And today, we have a very special guest for you guys. Uh, why don't you take it away and in- introduce yourself? Hey, it's Mal. It's Mal. Um, <laughs> if you are new here, then you don't know me, which is fine. But if you're um, a listener of um, Radish or any other Indiesaurus show, you might have heard of um, Ham Radio. And that is the podcast I do with Gary about Ham Taro. And if you're not listening, you should pause this episode right <laughs> now and go give it a listen. It's a fantastic podcast. Very, very lighthearted and warm and just a... If you want to feel good, it's a really good time, and I highly recommend you go check that podcast out right now. What are you doing listening to this one? But Mal, oh, we're, thank you. we're here. We're <laughs> <Just> here. Stay <laughs> here. Uh, Mal, we're yes. here to talk about video games, uh, and I would say yeah, we are uh, a video game, and I, not just the video game itself. I think like just the the existence of it. I find that you are really into and what what are we talking about today mal we're talking about hades we are talking about super giant games um new game hades hades and it is it is absolutely yeah i love that um 
that's like the game I'm associated <laughs> with now. It's just perfect. <laughs> it's it's an incredible game. So Hades, uh, just a quick kind of background on it. Um, it is a roguelike uh, sort of dungeon crawler video game. Uh, as Mal said, it was published by uh, Supergiant Games, who you may know of. Uh, they've made games like Bastion and Pyre and... Uh, there's another one that's transistor. Weird. Yeah, transistor. Um, transistor. I have never played any of their games besides Hades. Uh, I do have. Oh man. I do have Bastion and, and Transistor on my Switch because they go on sale all, all the time. Eventually, I will play those because I hear they're incredible. Um, but we're not talking about those. We're talking about Hades. Um, <laughs> it is like I said, roguelike dungeon crawler. It's based off of. Uh, the like Greek mythology and takes a lot of influence from that. Uh, you play as uh, sexy man uh, <laughs> uh, Zagreus, son of Hades. Um, the basic <laughs> story is that you are trying to escape the underworld um, to eventually reach uh, uh, Olympus. That's mm-hmm. that's your goal, essentially, as you start out. And uh, Hades isn't happy about that. Uh, and <laughs> the story unfolds as you make your way up. But um, Mal, what yeah. what initially? I wanted to ask you right off the bat, like what okay. initially attracted you to this game? Like what what about it? Like was like I want to check this out, or like what got your interest? You know, for right off the bat, just it being a super giant games title, I was sold. Um, I played Bastion not too long after it came out. I think it was 2012 when I first played Bastion, possibly. And then I got Transistor um, right when that one came out, too, which was like 2014 or 2015, one of those years. Um, and I loved both of those games. They're both very different from each other, um, even though they have some similarities just from being by the same um, developer. So once I saw that Hades was a game that Supergiant did, I was like, oh, hell yeah, I am getting this game right away. Um, the trailer for it was really good. It was really captivating. Roguelikes are um, certainly one of my favorite genres of games. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, sold right away just because of Supergiant. But after I saw more of it, I was like, no, I need this, like, yesterday. And now, yeah, I can't get enough of this game. <laughs> Hell yeah. I, like, I had no clue who Supergiant was. I had no clue about this game until I saw a uh, a trailer for it. I want to say during, um, like, a... It was like an indie showcase on a nin- that Nintendo was doing, and they showed a trailer mm-hmm. for this game, and that got. I was initially intrigued because I I don't typically play ro- roguelikes too often uh, that I'm aware of. I mean, maybe I do and just don't realize it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, for me, I know with this game, I didn't get into it until it seemed like out of nowhere everybody was talking about this game like i could oh, not yeah, it blew up yeah <laughs> like i could not escape like 
just people were retweeting stuff and just like talking about like if, if people were talking about video games like this is the game that they were talking about so that that piqued my interest and you know i sat down with it and uh man it, it's it's so good it's so it really good <laughs> it's it is amazing i don't think like and and maybe like you know for people who are more within like into the genre of roguelikes and stuff like maybe it's like standard fare because it's like procedurally generated or whatever but like to me like i was like i had never played a game like this and this was just incredible and my understanding is that so let's 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 get into the gameplay a little bit um so basically roguelike means that like you essentially enter these sort of uh rooms uh and they're procedurally generated uh Mm -hmm. so like that means you can end up in any type of like specific room like there's like i don't even know how many types of a specific room that you could enter but like after you like complete like fighting all the enemies in each room you usually get an item and you uh are led with a choice like you can you can either go one way or go another way um Mm -hmm. and by doing so it leads you down a different path and you know like obviously like your goal is to escape the underworld and along the way there are like you know boss fights that you have to face all leading up to uh you know fighting hades uh himself um but the thing is is like this game kind of to me and you know correct me if i'm wrong mal or if you feel differently okay i feel like it starts out harder than it ends up being um because i remember Mm -hmm. definitely like not getting very far at first like do you feel like that was your experience like playing the game at first like do you feel like you would die after a little while yeah i'd um i'd say so definitely um i think that is uh or can be true for most if not all roguelikes too like you kind of got to get a feel for the um for the game's mechanics and everything and you'll find yourself um getting a lot better with the game kind of kind of quickly if you're playing it a lot because of how um just the nature of a roguelike is like you're meant to do a run or get as far as you can in a run and then once that runs over you'll just be better the next run that's kind of what they they do is build upon like your experience whether you're got like permanent buffs or temporary buffs that you can activate that's kind of what um what they're geared to do and definitely with Haiti is like you find yourself at first being like oh man I can't get past like the second chamber this is hard and then as you get going and get um get boons unlocked and everything and meet more of the um Olympians helping you escape it certainly gets it gets harder um but it also gets easier because you know a little bit more what to expect and you you're honing your skills as you're as you're playing for sure. Yeah. And I definitely like, I think what's so genius about this game and what makes that like hook of like, yeah, I died, but I like gained something from it is like, 
like you said, like you obviously like you there are like permanent things you take from the underworld mm-hmm. back to your you know home base as it were whether it's like those uh it's like money or jewels or uh sometimes the it's like darkness that, yeah it's dark one. yeah darkness um mm-hmm. and there's like a mirror in your room that you can use to like help like give you permanent buffs um and then like other things that you can use to either like also buff you or even just like decorate the sort of like area uh mm-hmm. <laughs> within, yeah. within either your room or just like the area around like there's different things that you can access which i i think is cool what's really good about yes. this what's really something that i i don't think i've ever quite encountered this in a game before or since and you know maybe maybe hades wasn't the first to do it so the first that mm-hmm. i know of is like it it remembers like what you do and they acknowledge it. And like, I feel like every interaction I've had, uh, anytime like a character would be like, Oh yeah. So like, you know, this happened and, and Zagreus would be like, Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like this, this happened or X, Y, Z. Um, like that's just so, that's so wild to me. Like, cause there's, I guess there's only so many things that you can do or that you think at first, but then like you keep doing different things and then the game acknowledges that, that you did that stuff. And so like, that's what makes like the hook to me anyways, the hook of like going back into the underworld and like trying to, um, you know, make it out is cause like regardless, like I don't feel bad about dying because I'm going to get more, not just buffs, but I'm going to get more like story unlocked by, you know, talking to like Achilles um, Mm -hmm. or Dusa or all the other fun characters um, (laughs) within, (laughs) within the underworld. So like that. Yeah. What? Oh, Oh no. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Go on. No, No, go ahead. You're good. Oh, I was the end of my sentence. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Um, Yeah. I remember, uh, back at like the end of the year um the official super giant games twitter put out like an infographic for the um voiced lines in hades and i think there's something over uh like twenty thousand different voice lines um and they also broke down like how many um like how many unique things hypnos for instance will say like when you die yeah there's a certain number of like different um things he'll say like oh you're back again or oh natural causes like he'll he'll harken back to your previous run if he's there waiting for you in the house and um so that alone is on top of like the lore expanding as you go on which definitely encourages continual play um especially with like the um I guess affinity chart might be the best term I can think of at the moment because I have Xenoblade on the brain. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like you can um, you can gift things to people in the underworld or other Olympians and um, it'll give you like a heart and then it unlocks more in their um, codex and more of their entry and tells you more about them. So like that kind of encourages you to continue and you can play the game for hundreds of hours without hearing um every single unique voice line there is which is really quite a feat 
um, for for an indie game. I yeah. feel like <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, what they've done. And I my understanding is so like this game came out on like you know PC and in uh, Mac OS and Switch back in uh, September 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think prior to that, it was in like beta for maybe a yeah, year. Yeah, it was in beta. Um, yeah. And so, like, my understanding is how they got to that point was they were able to get a lot of really good feedback from, from like, the players and people who did a lot of the beta testing, which is really, mm-hmm. really nice. Um, and it shows, like, that, you know, they are willing to, you know, take what uh, is, like you know, feedback from the players and apply it to the game and then, like, uh, really make it into, like, an incredible, uh, incredible game. Um, (laughs) And, like, I think not just that, because, like, you can, you can also do the cross, like, save stuff from your, your, Mm -hmm. your computer to, to Switch, uh, which is in, incredible. So, like, if you could always switch back from one to the other which is which is amazing um yeah i haven't tried that yet but it rules just th- yeah. knowing that i could do that if i ever wanted to like thank you super giant i don't i, I don't know what um what i've been doing without this option <laughs> for other games <laughs> yeah but i'm really thankful to have it um what did like did you primarily because i only played on switch like did you play it on switch or just like did you play it between like both pc and switch I've only played it on the Switch so far. Um, I was not part, and I didn't um, get on it when it was in beta still, just because I don't, um, I don't game too much on my laptop sure. these days. Sure. So once it got on Switch, it was an instant purchase for me. But that's that's where I'm playing. Maybe, hopefully, one day I'll have like either time or like the drive to play on my laptop, and I'll definitely pick it up then there too because like i have um every other uh <laughs> super giant game except for pyre on both my laptop and my switch nice just because i like to support them yeah. <laughs> if yeah. pyre came to switch tomorrow i would buy it tonight I, I, like, ba- based on what i've seen of that game that game looks like incredible like i mm-hmm. i kind of hope that they eventually port that to switch uh i hope so too because it's a lot of fun i just haven't um I haven't gone too far into it yet just because it's on my laptop and I primarily work. Yeah. On my laptop. <laughs> nice. Um so I want to talk a little bit about like So that we've we've kind of gone over gameplay a little bit uh and why it's incredibly fun to play. Um mm-hmm. and we touch upon plot a little bit. I have you seen the credits roll yet? I assume yes. I I have yes. it. I have it. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. I still need to go back. Like, cause, uh, so, I've only successfully escaped five times, and I think something happens at ten. Is that correct? I'm trying to think. Um, that sounds right, but it's been, um, it's been a while since I've seen that. Sure. Um, sure. So <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. Um, but yes, you gotta. Yeah, I know you gotta. <laughs> and, and you know, and I know, and I still want to. Like, it's listen. Here's the thing. <laughs> I have a huge <laughs> list of games. 
It's on my <laughs> list. It's on my list. And it's one I want to go back to for sure. Um, but like, so I want to talk about the design of this game and just like the way that the characters look and the way like the design of not just the characters, but the environments. Mm-hmm. This game looks like somebody like the the artist the way that um Gen uh Gen Z, which is a very funny name, uh <laughs> drew like all the like Olympians and characters all to be just incredibly hot and and <laughs> and like just whew. They're beautiful. They're the most beautiful video game characters possibly I've ever seen. Every single one of them. Yes, they are. They are all beautiful, including big buff Hades. Is an extremely <laughs> handsome man. Um, he really is, and he shouldn't be, but he is. Yeah. And for that, I'm so thankful. Which, <laughs> so like, and that's the thing too is like with the design too. They like just i think paid special attention to try to like pay like homage to like greek like mythology and things like that and i think mm-hmm. that they do a really really excellent job as well as like a lot of the the themes uh with within this game where it talks about like you know uh like they don't get vulgar or anything but like they definitely bring up like you know themes of like you know bisexuality like mm-hmm. um like Zagreus is very much uh, bisexual and like apparently like if you dig deeper like uh, Petro- uh, uh Achilles and Patroclus uh, yeah. apparently have a like a gay relationship with yes. together and so it's like it's like they go into that stuff but like I said it's not vulgar but it's very nice and refreshing to see that within a game like i think even by today's standards like there's not a ton of video games that like have like not just use it as a plot point like they just like mm-hmm. i feel like they just have it in you know in the in the yeah in the game it's just itself. it's just there it just exists yeah and for it to be like a big part of um a big theme of Hades, the game, is, like, reuniting people, which is very special. And the fact that, like, there are these, like, tender and also, like, romantic moments and undertones in what is effectively, like, a hack and slash. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fun. It's like if you made, like, imagine making Hotline Miami into a dating sim. <laughs> like, it doesn't seem like it should work but in Hades there's there's they've done it very beautifully with um all the different like even just friendships within the game itself which they've done a great job which is incredible and it just speaks to like the overall like design of this game and like how much care that Supergiant really really took into making this like something extremely special um Mm -hmm. like I, you know, I don't, like, I I hope next, like, they do something different and, like, you know, uh, 
I just don't know how they're going to top Hades because it's such <laughs> it's such a good game. Um and like just the way it looks it's it's, it's extremely beautiful and I feel like as <laughs> as a roguelike like I feel like it's pretty like it's hard in the sense that you might die but it's not hard to pick up and play. Like yeah, it's pretty accessible. I mean, considering that like other roguelikes I've played um include like I think Spelunky might be considered a roguelike. Yeah. And that one is particular. I love that game. It's particularly difficult after a point, and it makes me very frustrated to play. <laughs> um, a lot of roguelikes tend to be harder to pick up, um, especially if that's not a genre that you are used to or already enjoy. Yeah. So for, like, but I would say Hades, I would recommend to people who have not played a roguelike before i would absolutely say yeah this is this should be your introductory one this is like roguelikes redefined almost in my opinion yeah and i i highly agree with that as someone who's like not super familiar with roguelikes you know i've, I've had people be like oh man you should totally play like dead cells and stuff and i and i you know like <laughs> I know that I'll that, also uh, be that person to say that. Yes, I mean, <laughs> you I, should. and I and I know that I know that, and I hear and I hear it's good. And like, it's not that I haven't played games that, that are like procedurally generated because like, they're like, uh, cadence of Hyrule was procedurally generated. Um, mm-hmm. Same with like the Crypt of the Necro Dancer, which is in- incredible, but that's also procedurally generated. Mm-hmm. Um, like. I just never played like a, a roguelike and like the the combat in this game is so good. Um, it's amazing. And it's different every single time you play. Yes. Which you can't say for a lot of roguelikes either. I mean, like some with that have like um, like buffs or upgrades you can do per run. Yeah. I mean, that, that does give a lot of variation, but even... I don't know, maybe just because I love Hades so much, but I do feel like it pushes it even further. Oh, yeah. Um, and, like, over time, so, like, everything, like, you know, pa- like, it, it powers up, like, with you, too. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of the weapons, like, uh, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Like, I know that there's a sword, there's a shield, mm-hmm. uh, there's, like, a bow. I want to say there's, like, some kind of, like, gun Yes, it's 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 like it's like a gun. I mean, it's I don't think they call it a gun, do they? Right? Like, I can't remember like what. It's the exagriff. I can't remember if they call it um call it a gun. It's effectively like a like a mortar launcher. Yeah, like a grenade launcher. There's also the spear and the um the twin fists, which uh to me is uh and we can go ahead and answer this now i know this is uh we actually (laughs) hey we actually got some questions for this episode but we'll go ahead and so shout out to uh friend of the show uh tyler uh for submitting some questions but we'll go ahead and answer we'll go ahead and answer this first one so favorite weapon to use mine mine was a twin fist i i love using those i don't know why like it just feels so good to like just get right up on dudes and just start punching and wailing them. Uh, you can do like uppercuts and all these like special moves. Um, so what about, but what about you, Malik? What, what, what was your, what, what is your go-to weapon as far as, you Hades? know, it's, 
it's funny that you say that your um your kind of go-to was the twin fists because mine also at least at the moment i cycle through quite frequently um just kind of depending on my mood but more often than not i find myself going to the twin fists and it's really funny that that's both of our like at least preferred weapon because i feel like a lot of players of hades don't seem to like doing all the big punches and having to get up close to the enemies um which is fine it's there's so many like i mean the sword does offer you some some range but i mean you have the gun and you have like the bow and the spear that you can throw ahead of you um to kind of keep especially from some of the more annoying or stronger enemies yeah but i love the fists and it is um there's a boon you can get that makes your special a kick which is really fun i love to see him do like a little backflip every once in a while yeah. <laughs> um so yeah i'd probably say my favorite above all the rest of the fists sh- like followed very closely by the spear nice i i usually go between and i've used the the shield too just to like try it out um Mm -hmm. which i think is actually really really fun uh to use like it makes me like you kind of like pull some captain america moves like just like throw (laughs) your shield around and like it bounces off the enemies and stuff and frisbee it at them yeah basically (laughs) it's it it feels it feels nice and it's and it's really good um Mm -hmm. But yeah, I normally go for the fist, and that's the thing too. Is like the fist, like they they get they got a little bit of range. They have a little bit of range. Like yeah, you don't have to be right up on dudes, but you you can. And but it, you can, and, and you can combo them. Yes, so good. <laughs> and, and I think that's what I really like it. And so, in addition, so like you have what it like. This is like this is your primary weapon within within like your your loadout, uh, mm-hmm. and then you also like have like the magic cast which is like typically those like it's like these like red diamond things that you can like launch at people um i don't really find myself (laughs) using like the magic cast stuff that often like i mostly kept to like the physical like you know primary main weapon like that's and i would do the special attacks obviously but like beyond that i didn't really i didn't really mess with the the magic much like were you much of a oh, of really? a magic muser yeah oh yeah i love it um if i think it's with the mirror of the night there's if i remember correctly at least you can um you can have up to three of them at a time and i think there's another like keepsake that you can equip um that gives you four and I find that that's really helpful, especially if I get, like, a really good, um, boon for it. I love the cast. Yeah. And then it, that's just me personally. It gives me, especially if I use using the fists, it gives me that option to do some damage to ranged mm-hmm. and then, um, close up damage to the people right around me. Yeah. Um, why don't, speak, why don't we just get into it, uh, as far as, like, the, the cast of, of characters, um... So obviously, yeah. like, you play as Zagreus, who is the essentially the hot, sexy heartthrob, uh, <laughs> Hades' son. 
uh super... it'd be on the cover of a magazine in like <laughs> 2002 <laughs> yeah no super super handsome uh guy uh but you know it's you know this is greek mythology there's not just him you know you have a lot of the gods from mount olympus you uh get these boons from the gods and they essentially like help you throughout each run and they like give you different like special effects and there's like special moves that you can do like um like they either make you stronger or like i know like zeus like sometimes like there's this one where like if you dash like lightning will strike which is really really good that one's Um, really good yeah (laughs) but it's not just it's not just the gods it's like you know like there's there's hades you know there's uh a Medusa head that goes by Dusa. Uh, there's these, <laughs> she's so cute. <laughs> uh, and every time that you talk to her, she immediately gets shy and like runs away, which I think is extremely adorable. It's so endearing, and like you can get like the more you talk to her, um, and the, like, I guess like the more affinity you gain with her. So she does stick around a little bit longer each time, but she's still almost always like flies up to the rafters <laughs> like okay bye yeah she gets like flustered real easily um but she's adorable i love to see her in the house yeah it is one of my favorites <laughs> um she yeah because she's usually like typically like cleaning or doing some sort mm-hmm. of like household chore and then you just come <laughs> up behind her and then she immediately like blushes and hearts start flying uh, around her and then she like you said flies up into the rafters <laughs> Yeah, she's got, like, a huge crush on Zagreus, or so it seems, or she's just easily flustered by him. Yeah. Um, It's a shame you can't romance her, because that would be very cute if Um, you could. Yeah. Uh, And that's, like, the thing, too, is, like, that's... I I learned about that today. The fact that you can romance some people. Oh. Which is... (laughs) I didn't even know yes. that that was something that you could that you could romance, uh, <gasps> like you could effectively ship uh, mm-hmm. some people together. Um, oh yeah, Mal, do you know <laughs> the like? We can answer that the the your favorite ship later towards <laughs> the end. But I want to ask okay. you about like as far as like romancing the characters. Um, you know, is that mainly so like? you're in the house of Hades. Like that's your, that's your starting place. And you have, you know, uh, like, uh, Megara who, uh, is, <laughs> uh, very, very <laughs> hot and sexy. Uh, um, uh, fury. And she has, uh, two other sisters, uh, Electo and, uh, Tisaphone, uh, or Tisaphone. Uh, but they're more like one screams and one's just like, a murderer uh <laughs> megara is like the most calm of the three she's uh, she is the most centered of the three of, <laughs> of yeah. them but like so like she'll hang out like in house of hades and then there's like other you know like hades is uh not actual mom nix is there and sometimes you see mm-hmm. uh what is his name he shows up and he's like he's like death. Everybody, oh, Thanatos. Yeah, Thanatos. Every everyone's thirsty for Thanatos yes, as well. Everybody, everyone's thirsty for everyone, but especially Than. Is so like, <laughs> are either of them like romanceable? Like, I like who are the romanceable 
NPCs that you can... Yeah, those, the two romanceable NPCs are Meg and Than. Um, you can actually romance them both at the same time, even. Um, if you haven't gotten to that dialogue yet, I won't spoil anything for you. You can romance them separately. Um, I think you can even do, like, romance Meg and then go back and romance Than. You can do whatever you want. But there are... There's some dialogue and some scenes where it's the both of them. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> wow, we were... <laughs> spicy. It's so spicy. Yeah. It's so spice. <laughs> but that's the thing, too, is, like, I just learned about that today. I didn't know that that was something that you could do, but that rules. Oh, my gosh. And just speaks it to, like... It, it just speaks to, like, how, like, deep this game is because, like... Um, you know, never mind the fact that there's a huge cast of, of characters. Like there's, you know, uh, I mean, I, there's so many, like, I don't even want to name them all, but like, there's just, just so many characters <laughs> that you can like, uh, build relationships with and sort of like all this information's within this like codex. Um, mm-hmm. and you, and it keeps track of everything for you. Uh, and there's like all these like side quests and like things to do so that you can like get like extra like items and stuff um mm-hmm. and it just like it's so rich like if you like the type of game where it's like okay like here's all this stuff to do like you will be happy with this because there's all this stuff to do <laughs> in this game yeah. which is just speaks to like how much you can get out of it and i feel like you can get like you get what you put in out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Cause so, so like, I mean, I, I still want to beat it, but at, at a certain point, like I, I was able to escape five times and af- nice. after your first time, they give you an option to make things harder. What, what is that called? Like what is, uh, it's like the, a, the, is the it, pact of punishments. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. so you can make things a little harder but by doing so, you get more rewards out of it. And so, uh, yes. like, there's an incentive to do that. But also, my understanding is that, like, if you haven't beaten, uh, like, gone through a run and completed a run with a, with a weapon, it essentially, like, starts things kind of over. Um, so you can make things a little, I guess, easier. So, you like, you don't have to put packs on so like say if i never use the bow and Mm -hmm. i and i go through a run right uh Uh like there's a chance for me to kind of get like some of that those items that i wouldn't otherwise get unless i was putting on the the pact of punishment stuff at least is like correct me if i'm wrong like that um yeah so like each chamber has its own um reward and you can get each reward once um so it'll be like you know like nectar um gems titan blood ambrosia um i think those are the four um and each one has its own um has its own uh reward tied to it so you'll go through that with all of the weapons and then after you get it with that weapon the next time you encounter that chamber boss and um 
and beat them, you will instead get like darkness or or gems or however. Um, with the Pact of Punishment, what they do is there's all these different options and it they're each worth their own um, number. Like there's a bar for heat. Yeah. And then each... Um, each pact is worth its own value. So some will be worth like three and that'll be like, if you add one of those, but it's worth three, that'll fill your heat bar. And then you can do that, that run and get those rewards. Um, or you'll have to add up to fill your heat bar, your heat gauge. And then there are different rewards for each chamber that you can unlock. And that's per weapon. Yeah. Um, And then, you use those like the Titan blood. You use that to unlock different aspects of the weapons, which give them buffs. It's very um, same with the gems. It's very um, in depth the way that system works and that mechanic works for upgrading your weapons themselves. Yeah, and I think it also gives you like a really good incentive to like try different weapons out so that you're not mm-hmm. just using the same weapon which yeah <laughs> and, and and that's fine like you know i have a preferred weapon but to, honestly i think like every weapon feels good to use like it's not in a way where like oh these weapons are all great but not this one this one kind of sucks it's like no yeah you don't you don't find yourself going oh man i did all the chambers 800 times with all the other six weapons. Now I have to do them all again with this last one. Like, yeah, it doesn't feel like a chore. It's a lot more fun. It feels a lot more organic going back and trying it with a different weapon. It feels yeah. a lot more exciting. And speaking of the chambers, so there's, there's four. So there's, there's uh, Tartarus, uh, which mm-hmm. at the end of that, you fight a, one of the uh, Furies. Uh, first it's a, uh, typically Megara, uh, but sometimes it's one of her sisters. Um, then uh, Asphodel, which uh, you end up finding a bone hydra of some sort. Mm-hmm. Uh, which also changes. It'll look different which, at different times you play it. <laughs> which is cool. I think that, I think that's really cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, because then it has different, like, different, um, different attack patterns or, like, sometimes, like, I can't remember which color it is, but like it'll spit out these like things that count down and then they become like skeletons and attack you. Yeah. And they have different, um, different like sub enemies associated with them, which is really fun. It makes that battle a lot of fun. I think of the, of the boss fights, like that's, that's definitely one of my favorites, but, uh, but then you get to Elysium, which is like, (laughs) It's it's so weird because it's like so like that's where the the quote unquote like heroes are and you end up fighting uh like Theseus and he has this uh like Minotaur partner um named uh Asterius who you might you might even fight earlier like yeah uh within within that that chamber (laughs) itself like it just kind of depends on where you land Uh, um. Mm And that's always that's always a really good fight. And what I really like about that fight is after you, you win, there's usually like a shade in the crowd that you can go talk to that's yes. like cheering for you. Yes, um, it's like a it's like a sea. Like the spectators are a sea of that like sea foam minty green that's yeah. throughout the rest of Elysium. So it's all of those shades. And then there's one who's in like a pastel washed out like red. 
um, get up. And if you walk up to where that section is, like towards that wall, Zagriel will say like, oh, nice to see you again, my good shade. Or he'll make like another little um, comment, like you're always there for me. It's really cute. And it's yeah. very encouraging to see him in the in the crowds, that one lone guy on your team, like, are you winning, son? <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you do win, you go to the final chamber, which is uh, the the Temple of Sticks. Um, and I really like how in this specific chamber, like, th- uh, there are, like, kind of, like, mini-bosses that you can run into. So, effectively, like, there's, there's like, I want to say, like, six different, like, little <laughs> chambers, like, pathways that you can take mm-hmm. within there. Um, and, obviously, at the end of each one... There is an item, usually like a heart or some kind of buff that you can get. Um, and so like that can incentivize you to, you know, go a specific path. Um, there's also a shop nearby, which I <laughs> what's funny <laughs> is like my first few runs through there. I didn't realize was there, but there's just there's just a shop. There's also a shop just on the on the right side of the screen. Uh, yeah, Karen's there. He's just like set up. Everything's very expensive unless you've not once shopped with him throughout the rest of the game (laughs) which honestly like is very hard not to because he usually has like some good buffs or he has some kind of hp like you know uh some hp he'll have a a gyro and you're like yeah i need 50 hp right now please i'm about to die (laughs) yeah um and so like uh yeah you go through and you're trying to find this uh essentially like this sack of food so that you can give uh it to uh your special sweet special boy (laughs) good boy uh, cerberus (laughs) uh who is guarding the door um because you here's the thing otherwise cerberus is just like chilling in the house of Mm -hmm. hades and you can go pet him and just like call him a good boy and like he is a good boy with his three (laughs) big old heads all three of his heads are the greatest. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, you're, you're not going to fight your, you're not going to fight your dog. You're just not. So you, you, oh. you try to bribe him with food, but you have to go through these chambers to find the food. And mm-hmm. sometimes you get lucky and you get it right away. Um, but you can also still go back through the other chambers and get the stuff if you want to, which I think is like a really nice thing. Yeah, uh, like they don't lock you out of going back and getting that centaur heart or trying to fight that boss to get like a boon from Ares or yeah. Athena or whoever it is. Yeah, uh, which like, you know, if you're trying to get some specific buffs and they have them, then like there's that in- the incentive is there, which is nice. But mm-hmm. it all leads up to the fight with Hades himself. <laughs> Uh, the man, the myth, the legend. And dad. so <laughs> you got to fight your dear old dad who <laughs> isn't fucking around. Um, no, he's not. God damn it. It's, it's a, it's a, the fight can be pretty brutal. Um, there's also, so like you can make it so that when you die, you don't die right away. So like there's these, like you can make it so that like essentially like, you have like lives mm-hmm. basically uh and you can like 
make it so you have like three or four depending on like what kind of like extra stuff you have on yourself um yes and so um you know if you manage to get his hp down all the way (laughs) it goes all the way back up and then you have to do it you have to fight him again (laughs) and he's a little harder but then, it's even more of a bastard the <laughs> second time. Yes. But then if you do it and, like, he dies, like, it's it's nice because then you can essentially. So, like, the for plot reasons, you end up on Earth and mm-hmm. uh, you, like, there's some. I won't go into too much specifics, uh, but there's someone there who you're actually trying to seek and you're able mm-hmm. to talk to them until inevitably you find out because you're tied to the underworld mm-hmm. that you die of natural causes and you yeah, end up, you're, you're called back. <laughs> you called back to the house <laughs> of Hades. And when you get back there, like when you see Hades, he like will just straight up deny that like anything mm-hmm. happened. <laughs> oh yeah, he's especially the first time. He's big pissed about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> not only, not only did you get that far, but you also, you also beat the crap out of him twice. Yes, <laughs> and he's big mad, and <laughs> it's always fun, um, always fun to get like those angry dialogue options from him, or like the dismissive ones where he's like, "I don't even want to look at you right now." He doesn't yeah. say that, but. It's a sentiment. It, I mean, ba- basically, oh. <laughs> like he's he like he's just. I think he's partially disgusted with himself because he's like, oh for sure. Like he's like, how could I have <laughs> lost to my my sexy twink boy, um, who doesn't even have a beard. <laughs> he doesn't even have facial hair. Uh, <laughs> um, my failure of a son. My my beautiful um facial hairless son bested me in battle twice my, in a row. My shirt my nearly shirtless son. <laughs> nearly shirtless. <laughs> yeah, because he wears like one of those like Greek kinda like it's it's like kind of fashion like after like a Greek like robe, you know? Kind of like a lot of people like you would see like pictures of like uh <laughs> fuck, what is that that philosopher? Greek philosopher. There's many of them. Aristotle I, might be who you're thinking of. Plato. It, uh, it's, it's like a, it's Soc- an off Socrates. the shoulder. Yeah, Socrates ah. was the was the one I was thinking of. Uh, there's like drawings oh. of like him with like the off the shoulder kind of robe. Uh, Romans would later steal it, but that's that's fine. <laughs> As with everything else, <laughs> yeah, the Romans stole <laughs> oh. the uh, the fashion sensibilities of the Greeks. Oh my God! I sorry, <laughs> I I clicked on Discord for a moment and. I, there's a cake. <laughs> oh, is it the Michael Sarah? <laughs> there's cake? a Michael Sarah cake, and the I'm caption. I'm so sorry. And, and it was posted by by none other than Mal, who posts <laughs> some of the best stuff in our uh, curse channel. By the way, in our Indie Source Discord, uh, indiesource.com. Which, uh, which means Discord. it's the worst. Which means it's the worst stuff. But yes. No. It's, sorry, it's, I didn't mean to cut you off there. <laughs> no, it's repeat the, best. the URL. <laughs> oh, uh, indiesource.com slash uh, Discord. I believe is the the link to get yes. to that. Uh, but it says, "Babe, are you okay? <laughs> you barely touched your Mike, Michael Sarah cake." <laughs> 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 it's just a. It's his head. 
you know, it's for what it is, which is disturbing. It's a beautiful rendition of the man. Yeah, it's. it's Would you agree? I absolutely. It is incredible. Like I gotta say, like as in cake form, like it looks like really, really like the part. Whoever made this cake, like actually, like put some like thought and like care, like care into it, like which the attention to detail. Yeah, Um, incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry that that like (laughs) no jump scared you. No, it's it's so good. Um, so but. Like, yeah, I just, this game is so good. It's so good. And it's it's finally coming to, like, all the other systems uh, later in August. Um, nice. And nice. so, like, you know, like I said, you, you get what you put, you get out of it what you put into it. Um, and there's, like, you could easily put, like, hundreds of hours in into this game, um, which, like, just you know speaks to the overall denseness of it but mm-hmm. you also like don't have to engage with that stuff but it definitely makes to me uh and you know i want i want to get your take on this too Matt. like to me it feels like it really like enriches the game like when you really like kind of dig into like kind of the deeper lore and the deeper mechanics of it like it, is that fair to say like do you feel like you get absolutely yeah Absolutely, I think that's fair to say. Um, I will say, like, I'm mostly, um, for a variety of reasons, I mostly um, play video games on mute. Um, sometimes I'll turn the volume on, but not not typically. It's usually just mute or, like, very low, so it's almost, like, imperceptible, the audio. Yeah. But Hades is a game just because of, like, the the voice acting in it the music um the whole the whole thing um for me even more than other games it really just adds to it and it it's one of those games where i'm like i have to play this like full volume or with like my bluetooth headphones on listening to it um and it it does like yeah, I mean, it's so much, it makes it so much more fun to, like, dive into and keep going into, like, the lore and expanding um, all, of, like, the affinity with other characters that you meet throughout the different chambers or throughout the house. It definitely um, makes you want to go back for more every single time, every oh, yeah. single run. Um, real quick, so there's, there's a, I did want to ask, so there's, there is a mechanic in the game called uh, God mode, which essentially, so like when you die, you come back, uh, like it makes it so that your character takes a little bit less damage. Um, yeah. I want to say by like, I think it ups it by like 2% or like 4%. It's, it's not, it's pretty yeah, small like, increments, but it, it does help. Did you play with God mode on? Because I'll, I'll admit it. I did. I have no shame. Yeah. Yeah. I started messing around with that. Um, not too long ago, because for the longest time, I didn't, like, pay attention that that was what that option meant. It was just kind of there, like, when I would, like, pause yeah. the screen and be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of didn't, like, go deeper into that. But absolutely, I mean, it does, um, it decreases your damage taken, I think, by 2% each, like, rank of it. 
Um, and you can turn that on or off at any time. It is very helpful, I yeah. will say. Yeah. Um, it's it's very much appreciated for like because sometimes like I like I don't know I just I appreciate when games have some sort of like easy mode or some sort of mm-hmm. out because I don't always play games to like frustrate myself like <laughs> as as much as I love like Dark Souls and Bloodborne <laughs> uh, those games are hard. Uh, it's yeah, not wa- every game has to be a Dark Souls or a Bloodborne <laughs> exactly, to be good. <laughs> exactly. Um, and I want to say, like, you don't just have to take our word for how like great this game is. Like, this game has won uh, a ton of awards. It has been nominated mm-hmm. for, like, Game of the Year. And, like, you know, it's gotten, like, Best Game at some game awards. And, like, Best Indie Game, Best Action. You know, like, it's, it's, one, it's like, the accolades, like, um, a lot of, ga- like, gaming... Uh, places have given it either a nine uh or uh, a 10 out of 10 or five out of five like do, like people love this game for, for and good it's so reasons. deserved yeah. absolutely for good reason yeah it is so deserved um it's not like one of those games that gets like oh 9.5 or a 10 out of 10 and it's like overhyped yeah um i can see where like if it wasn't your kind of game and you didn't vibe with it you might disagree but um I don't think it's necessarily overhyped or anything like that. It um it stands I, on its own. Yeah. Definitely. And it, it like it's like it's it's just like I I feel like somebody cuz like um you know my my wife uh Tina like like she also games. I didn't mm-hmm. see her as like getting into this game but like she absolutely did and beat it and like loved it and and so like i I really do feel like this is a game for really like i think anybody can get some kind of enjoyment out of it uh which just like speaks to like how good this game is and like you absolutely at the very least try it that's the thing uh it goes on sale every now and again on switch i don't know it was just on sale so i don't know if it still is um but it, I think it's like 20 bucks, 20, 25 bucks. Uh, yeah. And it worth, worth every dollar. It's so, so good. Um, Mal, before we get into questions, I, did I miss anything else? Is there any, anything else that you want to, want to say in regards to, to Hades? Aside from just how much I love it. Um, and how much I implore everyone to at least try it. If they have a friend, um, who has it and either you're at their house or if they'll let you share their library on switch, which is something you can very easily do. Um, you can just like log in to your friend's, um, account, add them as a user on your switch and you have access to like any digital games they've purchased. Definitely at least give it a shot. Even if you don't buy it, even if you're just borrowing it, um, there is a physical copy that you can get now. I do believe. Yes. Um, yeah that's a newer newer thing but definitely give it a shot it is so much fun um the character design is beautiful the music is amazing um yeah i i i could go on forever about how much i love this game (laughs) i really could if you like if you like Mm -hmm. horny games this is this is the one for you because it's extremely horny this game is super horny, and I mean that <laughs> very affectionately. <laughs> it does have 
some of the hottest <laughs> video game pl- like characters of all time. I mean, which ha- what a ha- blessing. Have you seen Aphrodite? Wawa Wewa. And uh, that woman is naked the whole time. <laughs> basically, <amazing>. basically. <laughs> she uh, has her hair, which is quite long. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we we got a bunch of questions from from Tyler. Uh, we already answered the favorite weapon, but he also asked um, favorite god to receive boons from. Mal, what was your favorite god to receive a boon from? I. Let's see. I love what my cousin and I have called the good time party uncles, which are <laughs> Poseidon and Dionysus. Oh, those love them. So good. I would go to any rager with the two of them in attendance. I love them. Um, Dionysus is really fun because of the hangover that you can induce the, like the festive fog and stuff. Yeah. I really like making enemies dizzy knockback in any game is also one of my favorites. So Poseidon gets points there, but after, um, after you reach the surface the first time, which that's what you do throughout. So you start, um, you start in the house of Hades and Tartarus and you're slowly climbing up towards the surface. So, um, once you reach the surface the first time, I don't even think you have to beat Hades the first time. I don't yeah. think you have to beat him. You just have to reach the surface. Um, to the Temple of Sticks, you get Grandma Time, Demeter, which, sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> spoil that potentially, but um, she does chill effects, and she's probably, hands down, my favorite to receive boons from. Yeah, I... love I, freezing people. <laughs> yeah, D- Demeter's great. I, I, I like her for her, like, snow, like, freezing effects. Um, I, I gotta give it to to my man Zeus. Uh he has a lot of like, you know, classic like lightning effects. Um, you know, when you, sometimes like when you dash, like lightning will strike. Um he has a really like there's like a bar that you can essentially uh fill up and then like use a really nice like lightning like striking over and over attack that uh is incredible. Um and I gotta give it to Ares too. Ares has a lot of really good like attack buffs and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, which uh, and he also can uh, you can cast uh, cause people to have the doom status, which which, which I really ex- like. Uh huh. That <laughs> uh, one's excellent. Which I just I gotta give it to those. Um, Tyler also asks, what enemy or enemies are always trouble for you when you run into them? <laughs> he said, mine is that damn group of witches. <laughs> Those witches, man, it's true what they say. Witches get stitches. Um, <laughs> I do not like them. I wouldn't say they're necessarily my least favorite, though I cannot stress how much I dislike them. Um, I don't like the mini chariots oh. at all. <laughs> Like the big chariots, fine. Send me into a chamber <laughs> with eight hundred of them, I will be fine. If I am in a chamber with three of those little ones, I would rather just jump off the edge <laughs> of the map and not deal with them because, and I don't know, I really don't know why they're not that difficult necessarily. I don't like that they explode. I don't, I don't know, like. 
when I see the big chariots, I hear that chariots of fire song. Chariots of fire. <laughs> yeah. When I see the little ones, it is, and I don't know how to describe it except to say it's chariots on fire mixed with the Benny Hill theme. <laughs> Just completely, it, it overwhelms me. I think that's my main hangup, possibly, aside from the explosion. Is just that that's what my brain does to me when I see them, and it makes me panic every <laughs> single time. And I would just rather not. <laughs> I'm extremely sorry for your pain, but it's so fucking funny to me that, that that's what happens. And uh, it's like like the first time like I was a couple runs like past seeing them the first time, or like I was a couple runs you know seeing them a couple times for whatever the sentence should be. Yeah, fine. Yeah. And then, like, it occurred to me what was happening in my brain. And now, like, if I even think that the next chamber, it's going to have one of them, I will have to, like, get up from my switch and walk away for a minute <laughs> and then be like, okay, I'm good. I can I can see if they're there. Like, <laughs> like it's a haunted house that I have to go into at some point. I just need to collect myself first. I uh, hate that this happens to me. I don't know why this happens. I can't stop it. <laughs> this is my personal cross to bear. So probably those guys. Um, or I don't like in the Temple of Sticks, there are the, um, those poison, those poisonous people, they like throw darts at you. Oh. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, yeah. I, those I, fuckers get me every time. I hate don't those. Don't like them. Any, any kind of like enemy that has like poisoning effects and they're all in the in the in the temple of sticks uh mm -hmm. and like same with the like i think like there's some rats that also spew poison yes. uh i hate yeah. those um <sighs> especially like when it's like because like this you, there's like a, a thing that you can like go drink from and like it cures your poison but that you can just get poisoned again <laughs> and so like yeah when you're using like the the fists this is the one time <sighs> this is the one time where it kind of sucks to be using them because like yeah there's some reach but it's not that much uh mm -hmm. and you have to get up on these rats and kill them <laughs> up on and, these rats and you might you <laughs> might get poisoned so i um i think i got to give it to to them because i i hate <laughs> i hate getting poisoned and then like the thing is, is like I've I really try to manage my HP well and mm -hmm. like make sure that like uh, especially like when I'm going to Hades, I like to have like I like to not have died. I like to have been alive this whole time and like not, you know, <laughs> waste my my lives essentially, um, you know. And so those those damn poisonous rats uh, make it extremely hard for me to manage that if they poison me. <laughs> And I don't take care of that right away. <laughs> yeah. And like there are like um, there are wells that you can in some of those chambers in the Temple of Sticks where you can um, either sell a boon that you have received previously to get more um, obols or you can um, or it'll be one where you can purchase another um, either boon or effect Sometimes you can replenish um, one of those like extra little lives with a um, what is it, kiss of sticks or something like that. Yeah, but that's rather infrequent sometimes. And if you do see it, 
it's pricey. So it's like, ah, man, I need like 10 more coin to get that. And I'm not going to sell anything good that I have. Yeah. Um, uh, especially if your loadout's really good and you're like, do really well with it. Like, yeah. it doesn't necessarily make sense to sell it because <laughs> you might be worse off if you do. <laughs> Exactly. Oh my gosh. Um, um it's so stressful. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's very handy to have like stock. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but when you start losing them, like before you even get out of like Asphodel or like Elysium, it's like, yeah, so this runs over. <laughs> I'll try next time. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you don't really like at least in my like I've never like this thing about dying in this game, I've never felt bad. I I use uh, yeah. and I think like that's that's what people love about this game is like you know like he, oh I it's like oh yeah I died but look at all the shit I got and look how yeah. far look how far I made it like it's there's some really good like incentive and like drive uh and if you die it's not like the worst thing in the world um Tyler yeah. and then yeah oh, sorry, oh no continue. no 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 go ahead oh I was just gonna say like even like if you die like mid-run um to restart that run or you know start a new run with that same weapon even if you've beaten a couple chambers yeah it's still worth it to go back because if you haven't received that unique reward from the end of the next chambers after where you died that's also like insensitive incentive to um to go back and, and try again it's very encouraging in that way oh yeah definitely uh tyler has one more question and he says mm-hmm. Uh, what is your favorite ship? What is my favorite ship? That's a deep question. Brand, do you have one? Um, as of right now, and this could very well <laughs> change, but uh, I gotta give it to my boy Zag with uh, Megara. That's a good one. It's yeah, like I don't know. Uh, there's just something about Megara that's really, <laughs> really powerful. And so she's she's very hot and uh, powerful. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, like I'm I'm afraid of her, but also like in <laughs> awe of her of her presence. Uh, it's just yeah. So <laughs> uh, I gotta give it to that. Uh, I want to. I just want to real quick mention mm-hmm. friend of the show. Uh, Will uh, said the ship of Theseus, of course. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> to which I said. Um, a burger emoji, crown emoji, because the um the ship that includes Theseus, which is Theseus and Asterius, um, is called Burger King, which <laughs> I fucking love so oh, much. That's so good. <laughs> Once I learned that that that's what that ship was called, because I was just calling it like Theseus. I cannot pass a Burger King without going. Oh yeah, they're in love. <laughs> good for them. You you good love for, for you them. love to you love to hear it. You uh, love to hear it. My favorite ship, though, um, man, it changes every day. It depends on what mood I'm in. I feel like okay. Well, what's um, your what currently? How do you? I guess how does current now feel? Current now, as of nine thirteen EST <laughs> um, <laughs> on Tuesday, I. And I wish it was something I could pursue in game. Zagnos is really good. Zagnos and Hyp- Zagreus and Hypnos is 
actually something like someone else um, opened my third eye to. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, this rules. Hell this yeah. rules. I love like Zagvan and um, Zag of Meg. I love the three of them together. Zagnos, though, right now, it does it for me. Is it because I'm kind of sleepy? I don't know. It's very comforting. He could just be wrapped up in his big old comforter with him. That's delightful. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. Um, okay. Uh, well, Mal, <laughs> I, this is uh, something that I do on, on various episodes, but I'm going to try to stick with it. Uh, and you're the first person, I'm, so I'm bringing <gasps> it back. Uh, this is just a quick little segment where I ask you, uh, what have you been playing lately? Oh, what have I been playing lately? Um, I'm so glad that I'm the first person you're bringing it back to, um, bringing it back for and with. I have picked up the Xenoblade Definitive Edition. I finally got that for myself, and I've been playing through that. Um, it is so much fun. I love that game so much. Um, as far as a new game goes, um, I'm trying to think if there's anything aside from that. No, it's been pretty much just Xenoblade and Diablo 3. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, both games. What about I'm, you? Uh, those are both games I'm really interested in. I, I saw that Xenoblade was on sale and I, I almost got it, but the thing is that I had just, so it's not it's not out. As of right now, it's not out, but it's about to come out on, on Switch. I, I bought Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, uh, yeah. which releases on Friday, uh, which I'm excited for, but otherwise... It's uh, Monster Hunter Rise all the time, baby. Like that's nice. Uh, I I like. I don't know. Like, there's just some like some kind of there's like there's it just has it. It hooks me right now. It's just like I don't know. I find this real enjoyment. Uh, and if you want to hear me talk more about it, you can talk. Uh, hear me on Radish talk all about Monster Hunter Rise, <laughs> where I go pretty in depth about why I love this game. But yes. I don't know. It's just like a really a really just it has its hooks in me and i'm just i'm other like i've been playing that a lot uh otherwise like ah it's not any anything like (laughs) super new like i'm like i there's things i'm looking forward to that's coming out within the next month or so um (laughs) yeah it question question number two matt like of because we're we're still pretty close to E3, I guess. Of all like the announcements or like things that are coming later this year, and it doesn't have to be Nintendo centric; it can be whatever you want. Uh, I guess like what do you find yourself like most like excited uh, for? Um, aside, I won't count it as like E3 hype because I was already hyped before. So like aside from Skyward Sword coming out um in just a few short weeks for the Switch, yeah, I am super interested in that new um Shin Megami Tensei game SMT5 that is going to be um probably my purchase um which I know it was revealed before E3 as well but um especially after like the last week I'm definitely a lot more interested in uh checking that one out and probably Fatal Frame I'm excited to play yeah again (laughs) <laughs> a, a lot of games that were announced were games that were on other systems or, or had mm-hmm. just recently come out for other systems that are coming to switch that I'm, I'm really excited to play. Um, still 
No More Heroes 3 is something I'm super jazzed about. It comes out. Uh, obviously, like I'm, I'm super, super, super duper excited for uh, Skyward Sword to come out within the next few weeks, uh, even though I had just played that last year on, <laughs> on Wii. Um, I, the thing about Zelda games is I will play them over and over and never get tired of them. Love Zelda. Uh, same. The same uh, hat. Yeah. So good. Uh, but beyond that, uh, No More Heroes 3, a game I've been wanting for like 11 years now. So and it's <laughs> finally coming. So <laughs> Yay, um, I got to pick that one up, too, in honor yeah. of you. Um, if you, haven't, when if you haven't played, have you played one or two? I have not. Should I play them both before getting the third one? I think you should. Uh, they're both okay. incredible. I know that um, at some point Evan Evan's coming on and we're going to talk about the No More Heroes series. So if you want to... Uh, listen in for that. I think you'll uh, maybe it'll hype you up and get to play those games. But um, oh, absolutely! I'm excited for that episode. What? Yeah, that's uh, fun to listen to. But well, folks, that's that's unfortunately all the time that we have. But Mal, if people wanted <laughs> to find you and find your work, uh, where can they find you and your work? Oh. Alrighty. Well, I am on Twitter primarily as um, at Otebeck voice. That's O T A B E K V O I C E. Um, you can find my work, which is ham radio, ham taro podcast. I do with friend of the show, Gary over at ham radio, the pod on Twitter. I have a couple different, um, like very specific Twitters, but unless you're interested in like Yuri on ice or, Doro hetero you probably won't be interested in them so <laughs> you don't have to worry about those just you can follow ham radio and that's sufficient <laughs> for me hell yeah <laughs> um you can find me uh your dear host brandon uh on twitter at brn hoff you can uh also find me uh djing uh on rip it up radio uh this thursday june 24th from 2 to 4 p.m central standard time uh 3 p.m to 5 p.m eastern uh, i believe that's uh 12 to uh 2 p.m pacific standard returning uh uh doing an, a special monthly episode of jarring transitions uh my radio show super excited about that uh, I also do music as Cave Point, which you can find on Bandcamp at cavepoint.bandcamp.com. If you want to check out all the other shows on this wonderful Indiesaurus network, uh, you can either follow us on Twitter at uh, Indiesaurusnet, or you can find us online at Indiesaurus.com. Uh, but until next time, uh, I've been uh, your host, Brandon. And I've been Mal. <laughs> and uh, I thought I had an outro for uh, this show, but I don't. So see you next week. <laughs> Bye, guys. You won't see me, but you'll see Brand. <laughs> Bye. Bye.